www.gamingluticmania.com. Quick Rants, episode 55. Does my warranty cover stupidity? In the before time, prior to cell phones, computers, this series of tubes called the interwebs that was invented by Al Gore, yes, the same Al Gore who's best known for his crusade to eliminate Man Bear Pig, Man Bear Pig, nothing else, he's best known for Man Bear Pig. But in the before time, it was difficult for a consumer to make their voice heard when they felt screwed. Sure. They could call the Better Business Bureau, but who actually visits the Better Business Bureau unless they are complaining about a business? No one ever called the Better Business Bureau prior to making a purchase to vet out a business or service provider's reliability. Today, however, in the age of Yelp, Angie's List, and a myriad of other consumer bitch sites... Anyone who has ever had a cashier shortchange them 10 cents can ruin a business's reputation. Now, as a consumer rights supporter, I think this is good. Anything tipping the power away from business and toward the consumer is usually a good thing. Except that sometimes I forget the consumer is a raging fucking moron who knows fuck all about the product they are buying. This week, I bought some badly needed new furniture. In the process of being a responsible consumer, I was trying to review the furniture I was going to buy beforehand. I happened to find a gem of a website called Pissed Consumer. Now, right away, I realized that with a name like Pissed Consumer, this site was going to be full of rational reviews from educated and calm people and completely non-biased. So, of course, I gave it nearly no credence at all in my decision-making and decided to buy the furniture anyway based on reviews from more reputable sites. However, I did happen to read many reviews on Pissed Consumer, and I will share three of them with you today. Because I am not a lawyer, and I don't want to get sued, I will not name any company, product, or person discussed today because, not being a lawyer, I have no idea what my liability on that would be. First up, a confused individual who doesn't quite understand what the accidental stain warranty covers or what the word accidental means. This person writes, We purchased a leather recliner in September of 2015. At the time, we also purchased the leather insurance for the recliner. I am now noticing some discoloration on the recliner at the point where my husband's head rests when he's sitting in the recliner. When I called the store, they referred me to the leather warranty company. In conversation with them, we came to find out that in order to be covered, damage would have to be accidental, stains, puncture, bodily fluids, etc. While the discoloration is obviously caused by the oils from my husband's hair, they don't cover that because it's not an accident. When one buys a recliner, does one not expect that the customer will sit with their head rested on the back of the recliner? If this is a problem that occurs, shouldn't this be a point of conversation at the time of sale? Whatever you do, don't put your head in this recliner. When you sit on it, it will discolor and that is not covered. This is not acceptable customer service and now that the purchase has been made, no one seems to care and they have let me know this. They just aren't going to deal with it, period. So let me get this straight, Wanda the Warranty Warrior. 
You purchased a warranty that covers accidental stains, punctures, stains from drinks, body fluids, etc. And you are angry because your husband's oily ass hair discolored the chair after two years. It's not a fucking accident, Wanda. Either your husband needs to wash his dirty ass greasy hair or maybe he needs to use less product. Either way, your husband either not washing his hair or using too much Grecian formula isn't covered by an accident policy. You get a bloody nose and stain the fabric. Yes. Body fluids. Yes. Punctures because you accidentally sat down with your pocket knife open. Yeah, it's covered. Your greasy ass fucking hair is not covered because it's not a fucking accident. How hard is this to actually understand? But you didn't even know what was in your warranty anyway, so why should I expect you to actually grasp the fact that what you're complaining about isn't covered and isn't the company's fault? This isn't the company being dishonorable and cheap. This is your husband purposefully putting a product in his hair or not washing his hair that discolored the chair. This is the same as if you used a cleaner that says, do not use on leather, and it discolored the chair. That is not an accident. It's user and owner ignorance. This isn't on the company. This is on you and your oily-headed husband. Next up, a woman who apparently bought a mattress that has a 70-degree angle on one side, but no one but her and her husband can see it. We purchased the top of the line mattress and box springs on January 14th, 2015 and paid $1,828.62. She's pissed. She put the cents in there. We have nothing but trouble with this set since we got it. It is the most uncomfortable mattress that I have ever slept on. The one side of the mattress is like a slope, and my husband actually rolled off the mattress three times already. The other side of the mattress is like a hilly lump, which makes your back hurt. I guess it probably would. We have turned it as stated in the directions and still have trouble. Well, fuck yeah, turning the mattress isn't going to get rid of a slope that fucking makes you roll out of the bed. I have called to have someone come and check the mattress, and they come with a piece of string and a paper clip on each end of the string to measure the mattress. What a joke that is. This has been going on every six months since the purchase of the mattress. I have asked them to sit on it many times, but they will not. No, you dumb idiot, because it doesn't cover uncomfortability. It covers if the mattress is sagging. I have sent emails, letters, and called to speak to the CEO of the company, and they will not let me talk to him. No shit. And of course, my emails are never answered. What really makes me even more mad is the fact that Mr. Person, whose name is on the front of the company, still advertises this mattress and the best one him and his wife sleep on one. I don't know what you just had happen there, but you kind of lost your ability to compose a sentence there, uh, consumer. I bet I hear that commercial three to four times a day. I have filed a complaint with the Consumer Bureau of Affairs, and I still call weekly. I really hate to spend that much money on a product and wake up with backaches, headaches, and stiff muscles. It's worse than sleeping on a bed of stones. No, it's fucking not. I would really like to have my money refunded so I can go and buy a new one. Something tells me Mandy the mattress martyr here isn't being completely accurate with her complaint. First off, 
you didn't purchase a top of the line mattress and box spring set for $1,872. Top of the line mattresses in a moderately priced furniture store can cost three to four times that. So what you really did was you purchased a middle of the road, low middle of the road mattress. Sorry. Secondly, I find it highly unbelievable that one side of the mattress is so severely sloped that your husband has actually rolled out of bed three times. If this happened, I'm betting it's more likely because he went to sleep drunk. While I do believe that the mattress testers used a paperclip on a string to determine if it is level, I don't believe that it's possible that they failed to identify a slope so severe that it causes your husband to routinely roll out of bed while sleeping. But the best part of this review is that Mandy here has called and asked to speak to the owner of a national furniture chain store. You dumbass. You do realize that the local store in your town is one of hundreds or maybe thousands of these. Do you really think that a national chain furniture store is going to let you bitch to the CEO owner founder about a bed that you fucking bought? What kind of narcissistic idiot are you, Mandy? Here's the thing, Mandy. A bed is always a trial and error gamble. You may hate your new bed, so don't throw out the new one immediately. You should also research carefully to make sure you are buying the right mattress for you and lay on it for 30 minutes to really figure out if you're going to like it. As for the hill, the paperclip on a string is there to tell if the mattress is sagging. Do you know why they want to know if the mattress is sagging? Because that's the only thing that would allow you to return it for a warranty violation. Simply being too firm doesn't trigger the warranty. Suck it up, Mandy. You're stuck with the bed, and my guess is you're lying about the damn slope. Finally, let's end with disappointed Dan. He bought a bed and came back a year and a half later to buy some matching furniture. Here is his tragic story. It's really going to pull at your heartstrings. It's just, I can't believe this happened to this guy. I went into the Monroeville store where I had purchased a bed with drawers underneath it about a year and a half ago to buy a matching desk and tall dresser. I was informed by a very nice salesperson that they no longer carry that line. Disappointed! She showed me a desk with similar shade of wood, but the hardware was different. I asked if they could switch the hardware, and she said maybe if I called the company, but it would be at my expense. Go figure that the furniture store isn't actually going to negotiate or work out getting replacement knobs for your dresser and desk so that it matches the one that you bought a year and a half ago that they don't carry anymore. Disappointed. She tried to find the high boy that would match my bed, but they didn't have it anywhere in any store. Disappointed. So I purchased the desk anyway, planning to try and buy matching hardware myself. I was going to pick up myself to save the delivery fee, and I was informed it was on back order for over a month. I asked if they would waive the delivery fee and deliver it since it was such a long wait. Why the fuck would they do that? She said no. Disappointed. I don't think, insert furniture store name, cares much about customer satisfaction for repeat customers. That would be of minimal cost to them. Free delivery or knobs to match unavailable pieces? Not feeling valued as a returning customer. You're disappointed, Dan? Disappointed in what? That they canceled the line of furniture you bought 18 months ago and no longer sell it? They don't fucking sell it anymore, dumbass! What do you think they were going to do? Special order a new desk and dresser just for you because you waited 18 months to buy the matching pieces? I get that maybe it was out of your price range. I have a mismatched living room set because I couldn't afford the extra couple of pieces when I moved into my house. But they don't demand the store special make me the matching pieces three years later. 
But this isn't the end of Dan's demented myopic insanity. The saleswoman finds him a similar desk and dresser, but it has the wrong hardware. So he wants to know if they can for free give him matching handles and accents to match the discontinued furniture he bought 18 months ago. And he wants free delivery for his specially CNC'd machined knobs. Dan, you are a knob. When you don't buy a full set of furniture all at once, it's on you if they discontinue the set before you buy the rest of it. It's not that they don't care about you as a customer. It's that you are asking them to do something that they just can't. Produce a piece of furniture for you that they no longer make. This shouldn't be hard to grasp. I mean, I want to find Stacy Keebler naked in my bed later tonight. But it's not happening. And that's not because the WWE doesn't value me as a customer. It's just that they can't make it fucking happen. So aside from being an ass and laughing at other people's furniture purchase disasters and inviting karmic retribution on myself considering I just purchased a fairly large amount of furniture this week, what is the point of today's rant? Consumer review sites are bullshit. Or maybe just 50% bullshit. You see, first... John Q. Consumer usually lacks the requisite knowledge about what he or she is purchasing in the first place and then complains when the product doesn't work the way they think it should. I once read a complaint from a man who bought a bioimpedance body fat measuring scale. He determined that it was junk and that he was ripped off because he weighed himself before taking a piss and was about 20% body fat. Then after taking a leak, he weighed himself immediately again and was at 17% body fat. He then concluded that it was inaccurate because taking a piss can't get rid of 3% body fat. Someone tried to explain to him that the amount of water you have in your body impacts the result of the test because the way the scale works is it sends an electrical current from one foot to the other and measures the time that it takes and water happens to be a good conductor. So if you are dehydrated or just pissed out a whole bunch of fluid, the test is going to be different. The consumer, though, not understanding what he bought and how it worked and not caring to find out how it worked, determined the scale was junk because he wouldn't use it correctly or couldn't use it correctly and refused to learn how. Then he decided to go online and completely trash the reputation of the company that made it, even though it was working the way it was supposed to, and he was just an idiot, though. Sticking with the above examples, though, you have at least three people who will tell everyone that a certain furniture store sucks the big one, and in at least two cases, the problem is not the furniture store, but the customer. Disappointed, dumb dick demented Dan feels the store is at fault for not carrying the furniture that he purchased forever. Wanda and her oily-headed husband think that his excessive use of hair product or vendetta against shampoo is the store's fault. Wash your hair, man. Maybe, maybe, Mandy... The mattress martyr has a point. But honestly, I'm doubting it. The problem is that when you actually read the individual reviews on these sites, you start to see that the consumer and their ignorance is usually a big part of the problem. Probably 90% of it. Some of these I didn't even read. One woman was mad that the 10-foot tall couch that she bought didn't fit through her 7-foot door and that the furniture movers wouldn't listen to her on how she thought she could get it through. Go figure. The professional furniture movers don't want to listen to Sally Housewife tell them how to do their job because they don't have fucking time to do it. They've got 37 other deliveries to make. This is the problem with these reviews. Usually it's the consumer's fault. But how many of you actually read the reviews? Oh, you do? Bullshit. You look at the overall rating of the company or the product and hit the 200 written reviews with a TLDR. The second problem with consumer review sites, only angry people take the time to leave a review. You know that's true. 
no matter how great the service is, 98% of the time you have never gone to leave a positive review on a website or a review site. But I'm going to bet somewhere along the line most of you have left a shitty review. If you feel you've been remotely screwed, you're going to become a keyboard warrior. We all do it. I've done it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the problem. While it's great to have leverage to use to keep the dick of big business from ass-fucking us royally every day, we can't actually trust the veracity of the information from the consumer review sites. A perfectly fine, consumer-friendly store could have a terrible overall review rating because a few angry and ignorant people are blaming the store for something that really isn't their fault. That is especially true if the business is new and has a very small pool of reviews to offset that negative one. So I guess the moral of today's story is twofold. First, don't hit the actual reviews with a too-long-didn't-read. If you're going to research a good or service provider, read the actual review. And two, before you rant and rave about how the service provided or quality of the product you purchased was shit, check and see if you are just an ignorant fuck before ruining the reputation of a business someone built and that many people's livelihood depends on. This has been a quick rant, a raving lunatic media production. If you like this podcast, please consider leaving me a five star. Aw, uh, who the hell am I fucking kidding? The only reviews I'm going to get from this thing is someone who fucking hated it and who I offended because he's the real disappointed dumb dick Demented Dan. Or maybe Willie O'Dell. But honestly, if the real Willie O'Dell ever hears that episode, I'm probably going to As always, thank you for listening. Raving Lunatic Media! dot com.